Hey everyone, and welcome back to another week with the HLP. I don't have any big announcements this week, so with that, I will welcome you directly into episode 220, Social Lenorm. and things that go boom, then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 220. We're fighting a fighting the Lenorm this time. About to turn Ustalov into the land of the Lenorm Slayer. What? Yeah, uh-huh. land of the uh-huh. Lenorm Kings. And well, we're not going to be kings. We're just going to kill one of them. So land of there was a Lenorm here. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. I mean, we could, you could say that about a lot of creatures in this campaign. I guess that's a good that, point. Yeah, we could have been the we 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 well we could have been you know. Hmm. Have you killed any uh, giants this campaign? I don't think so. All right. No, I don't think so. No. Maybe there was that. There was that like marsh giant-sized creatures. It's like a uh, marsh troll or whatever. Huh. Yeah, but he doesn't. Because then you could just call yeah. it giant slayer, right? Well, By your I mean, logic. Uh, <laughs> there were some cyclopean folks in the neutral interlude that have the giant subtype, right? So I guess you know well, they're undead though. Uh-huh. Yeah. Get them. Like get them with the technicalities. Exactly. <laughs> Are undead giants really giants? They were giants. <laughs> they might have been giants. Well, they definitely were. <laughs> they might have been. I don't been. think this is they a might have be. been situation. They could have been. Well, uh, Brooks, you got any giants over there you're drinking? Oh, Sla- well. Slaying slant, slant any creatures over there? I'm, I'm going to be slaying a, a spicy glass of apple cider and whiskey. Ooh, mm. that's a good combo. Oh, yeah. It gives me gives me that warm tingly feeling as I'm drinking it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> the warm tingles. Is it is it warm cider or is it Oh no, it's cold, but the the whiskey does it. the whiskey does <laughs> the, whiskey the warm does, feeling. The whiskey does all the tingling. It's pulling yeah. all the tingle yeah. weight. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're you're real chuck tingle over there. <laughs> Emily, what you got? I am trying out a new beer. This is a fair state co-op. Hibiscus sour. It's very good. Not too sour. Uh, just a little bit of sweetness in there. Very refreshing. Yeah, hibiscus doesn't seem like a super strong flavor. Yeah, it's like just a fruited kinda, sour. Yeah, it's mostly just a fruited sour. There's a, a little bit of a botanical taste, but hibiscus is so. Would that sweet. be a flowered sour? Ooh. Like I don't think hibiscus is a fruit, right? Yeah, it's just a flower. It is. I bet they have. I bet they have some fruit in here. Oh, yeah. It's described as a fruity, tart, and floral. Mm. Speaking of fruity, tart, and floral. Hey, Steve, you got a picture hey, of you doing? <laughs> how you doing, buddy? Yeah. Um, I'm doing great. Uh, no, I'm not. What am, what am I talking about? Uh, I'm not I'm hanging in there, I guess. <laughs> That's pretty much as good as I can say. <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of reflexively said I'm doing great, which I don't know. Usually isn't the case. It was it was your yeah. go-to before you were thirty. Yeah, the, the corporate answer, mm. right? Yeah, How yeah, you doing yeah. Today? I, I, oh, hanging in there. 
Yeah. <laughs> we uh, all know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> barely hanging on there, bro. Barely hanging on. <laughs> I think I'm going to hit somebody with that at work sometime soon. Barely hanging in there. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, I'm doing good, but no, wait. Christ. You did it again. I'm in default work mode. Um, <laughs> all right. So I have the Patreon drink tonight. Uh, we know that gets pulled from the bad boy list. Um, but I don't think this is a real bad boy drink until I got my greedy little hands on it. Um, <laughs> this week's drink is from, oh Christ, uh, Ellie C. Ellie? Ellie. Ellie. I mean, it's Ellie. Yeah, I just wanted to say the whole thing. All right. Um, this one is called Fay Folk. This is a quarter cup of gin, two tablespoons of pomegranate molasses, a quarter tablespoon brown sugar. A mint sprig, a slice of lemon, and a cup of tonic water. So, we had some of these things. Um, I think this is the second drink from Ellie that has had pomegranate molasses in it. And I just have to ask, where the fuck does anyone get that? Good question. Like, is that a farmer's market grab? Like, no, no chain of grocery stores has it, unless you're like, I don't know. Is it like fucking Meyer that has it or some shit? Well, I don't know, but let me tell you what we do have. We got the gin and the brown sugar. Uh, instead of the lemon slice, we shot the lemon juice in there. We got a mint sprig. Uh, didn't have tonic water, so we replaced that with, I think, club soda. And then uh, we obviously don't have two tablespoons of pomegranate molasses. So I pulled a, a very clever audible and did a tablespoon and a half of molasses and half a tablespoon of pomegranate juice. Which is, I'm I'm pretty sure is basically the same thing. Pomegranate molasses, by the way, doesn't contain molasses. Um, oh. Just to be clear is it for just everybody, like pomegranate it is it is incredibly reduced pomegranate juice. Mm. Like, oh, see, I was I was um, I was under the impression that you would go to your local pomegranate tree and tap sure. it like you would <laughs> uh, maple syrup, uh, and then mm. wait until fall and put place a bucket underneath, and you get. Uh, molasses. Yeah. Age. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, I'm gonna give this a try. Got a distinctly molasses smell. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of molasses you put in there. This very well could have been a good drink. It sounded good. It's doing great. <laughs> All right. Are you sure? That's that a look the train. It's doing great. It's doing great. <laughs> Is that a corporate doing great? It's a corporate doing great. If I look at his face. <laughs> I'm glad to be in here today. <laughs> it's taking quite a hit of molasses to the face. Oh, that's such a bummer. I thought that one actually sounded good. I mean, <laughs> it could have been. It might have been. I'm sure it would be great if we didn't put a tablespoon of and a half of molasses. <laughs> only, <laughs> only we made it's a better good choices. hunk of molasses. Oh, too. Yeah. It was a lot of molasses. Has it dissipated at all, or is it just? Yeah, please um, tell me it's all on the bottom. No, there's a fine layer on the bottom, but. Uh, I did spend some time breaking it up with a knife. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I feel like normal, at that point, you gotta like heat the drink. You gotta heat yeah. the drink up to get that molasses. Your, your normal stirring utensil. A knife. <laughs> yeah. By the way, we literally have stirring sticks, straws, chopsticks. Yeah, but that was a breaking through the molasses. Also, <laughs> a stirring spoon for a cocktail. You needed a knife to get through the molasses. Yeah, I didn't want to get all that stuff dirty. What were you using the knife for? Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Haley, you got a drink over there? 
Uh, actually, um, uh, my stomach's not feeling a hundred percent, so I do just have water. Oh, so you're doing great. Yeah, doing <laughs> great. Wow, lot, lot high energy going into this one. <laughs> excited, I, am, right? I'm, I am ready to fight this thing. Yeah, we're in our two twenties. You know, you guys are just fucking coasting. I think you're yeah. gonna get to get to two fifty without uh without some energy here. Jeez, I can play this show in my sleep. Yeah, we'll see about that. Effort, effort. What's <laughs> yeah. that? Uh, I myself have a beer from Animated Brewing Company called Alliance of Pirates. It's a black IPA. Does it have a cool can art? Not really. It's oh. actually pretty, pretty lame. Damn. Yeah. They have like oh a yeah. It's clean. Uh, yeah. Modern. It's, it's clean for sure, but not animated, which is disappointing. Have you had this before? No. Can I try it. Sure. I know you like black IPAs. Yeah. I actually brought something to. Uh, to drink after to cut the molasses yeah. uh so if you want to want to crack into it if you want a, a sip of sonic's classic limeade nope i don't i'm good actually i tried that one before is, is it good you have to listen oh. to this out of truth to find out that uh. black ipa is fantastic yeah. i really like that nice all right well i think we got to roll off here oh yeah all right hl brooks and haley hlp die right here all right who's that gonna be Ooh. okay eight 14 Come on, above a 10, Brooks. Let's knock her out. Eight. I mean, above an eight. Oh. Ooh, oh tied. Roll off. Yeah. Double molasses or nothing. <laughs> 10. Oh, yeah. I, ele- 17. 17. I thought I was 11. I thought I was 11 initially. Fair, it's ten. a 17, baby. Boys guaranteed cup. Yes. Man. Great to see Dos Bros in the top. Dos Bros, vomitos. Brooks wins again. <laughs> it's gonna be the streak of Brooks getting oh it and not having the not having the chalice. Oh boy! Well, when last we left our heroes, they entered the uh, the grove surrounding a witch gate, and unfortunately for them, the trees came to life. They were all hangman trees, and uh, six of them attacked the party. However, um, they were pretty handily dealt with. I think the, the only issue was that there were so many of them. The, uh, the group then examined the Witch Gate and figured out a way to activate it and get it to send them along their way to the next one. They found themselves in kind of a gore-filled crag, and they're kind of looking at the mouth of a huge cavern and the mouth of the cavern is actually the next witch gate. However, looking into the cavern, they saw a gargantuan Lenorme standing in front of a massive pile of treasure. And the Lenorme has seen you as well, so I think we need to roll some initiative here. Oh boy. I got a 25. I also got a 25. Ooh, um, modifier's a five. Same. Wow, we both got natural 20s? Yeah. What a way wow. to start the episode. Nice. That is pretty good. Let's get a roll off. And this is just a flat D20. Mm-hmm. I guess if we have the same bonus. Another natural 20. Oh, oh I boy. got a five. All right. Wow. You earned it. Thank you. How about Eclipse? Got a 13 over here. All right. Then Air Bear. 29. 29, everybody bringing up the front. Ooh. Okay. At the start of this combat, it's Air Bear. All right. Oh. 
Herbaria, it looks like you're about 55 feet from the creature. I would have to double move all the way up there. To get up on him, yeah. And I can't even... That wouldn't even be enough. I you have to of speed that could get you up there. Yeah, I think that's the only thing that I would see unless... Nah. Air Bear first is going to activate his challenge against uh, this creature. What technical decision is has this creature made that you can describe? <laughs> and that is uh, that is something where even Air Bear is at a loss for words uh, in, in this uh, in this instance. Living is is that is that the technical error? It just is alive. <laughs> I see you didn't tidy up your home before we got here. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is many obstacles for me to run around. <laughs> and so with that, he, he's going to do that and activate his boots. So that is that is a full turn there. Isn't your challenge okay. a swift action? Turning on the boots is another um, swift equivalent. Yeah. Can't do both. Uh, yeah. yep. pick, pick Unless one. I downgrade a standard. You can't downgrade to a swift, so you can never get more oh, than one swift action. Then, wow. Sorry about that, guys. That's really on me. Uh, no, I, I know. It's like a, it's a weird thing, but it, it's because there's a lot of swift actions that are stronger than move actions, so they don't want. Well, then it, he is going to move up to uh, his full speed in one range. And then that is his turn. Well, you still have another mover standard. So you took your swift to challenge him, and then you moved once. Ooh. Would you like to continue to move, or do you just want to ready an action or something? So, you know, now that I've already moved uh, 20, 20 feet up, I'm actually going to move southwest. Um, no, <laughs> southeast. Bruh. Southeast. <laughs> southeast. See, I thought about it. I got it wrong, and so now I'm... Now there's, I'm correcting myself here. There's no compass though, so I guess that's true. Corey has said that north is always up. Okay. In all of her maps, north is up. She okay. rotates the map so north is up. <laughs> <laughs> but Air Bear is going to move 20 feet diagonally southeast, so that we don't create quite so much of a line. Sounds good, Matumbe. Oh. Air Bear, your movement kind of threw me off a little bit. So I could get up in this thing's face, but I don't know that I really want to do that by myself right now. Well, Air Bear will be there next turn, for sure. Yeah, that's that's all well and good. That's not going to help me this turn when I get my ass kicked if I go up there by myself. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> that's usually what happened. All right, I think I know what Natumbe is going to do. Matumbe is going to hold his book aloft to the heavens. It glows purple and that purple light seeps back into his body instead of getting expended outwards like it oftentimes does. And you see his limbs glow with this purplish haze around them as he casts channel vigor to empower his limbs and give him the benefits of the haste spell. Okay. After which... He will move his full complement of movement and get right up next to his buddy, Air Bear. Alrighty. Uska. 
Uska sees her companions getting ready for battle, so she does the same. She uses her fly hex to gain flight, and then she flies into uh, the room here and is going to put a little bit of space in between herself and her melee combat or her melee allies. Okay. Crap, Griff. Can I can I roll my knowledge check? Yeah. It's the creature hasn't gone yet. Uska and Matumba had the same initiative. Um, this is just something I I should have done. Oh, there we go. What knowledge was this? Arcana. Arcana. Wonderful. That is going to be a forty-eight. Forty-eight. It's four questions. Special defenses. Special defenses. It has damage reduction, it has regeneration, and it has spell resistance. Uh, this is a player thing. I always confuse regeneration and there's something that gets stopped. Is it regeneration? There's some other thing that's very similar to regeneration that you can stop with like... Regeneration right? can get stopped by okay. a certain type of attack. Great. It's that one. Okay. My next two questions, one will be DR and the other will be regeneration. Okay. Uh, the DR is DR 15 cold iron, okay. and the regeneration is regeneration 10 cold iron. If you have magically enhanced weapons beyond just a standard issue, you will be able to kick through this thing's protections and prevent it hey from regenerating. Guys, you went really far away, but I, I could have cast, I could have given you guys all cold iron weapons. Now, remember, with regeneration, it has to actually be cold iron. Oh. Uh, the enhancement bonus doesn't do anything. If, oh. if, you, make the, if you make the weapon cold iron, yeah. that works. But I was going to say, I changed the physical properties. Yeah, it, it, it can't be a, um, I believe, bypassing cold iron silver is a plus three equivalent. The, whole, or the living Grimrire book is treated as a cold, cold iron, iron mace. Yep. Oh. Nice. Okay, so that was DR... Regeneration and special defenses. Does anybody want to know anything special? Special attacks? Sometimes weaknesses are cool, but I don't know if this, unless it looks like it has one crazy type of energy, I don't know if it would have a weakness, but nice if it has one. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I skipped. Uh, it's immune to fire. Ah! It's uh, immune to curse effects. It's immune to mind affecting. It's immune to paralysis, poison, sleep, and bull rush. That changes oh, my entire first turn. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't read the uh, immunity section. Okay, let's just get a. Uh, hmm. Let's, let's just get a weaknesses if there are any. Uh, there are no weaknesses. I'll tell you, it's will save is its weakest save. Okay, that'll do. It's also immune to a ton of the will related items. Yeah, yeah namely mind affecting. <laughs> uh. All right. Apologies about the distraction, but that that would be the knowledge check in its entirety. Okay, so Uska moved into the room. Uh, so she did her fly hex and then flew into the room. Okay. So I guess uh, she would, if there... Ceilings are 40 feet high. Perfect. Uh, so she would kind of move up at an angle as she's flying into the room. So she's uh, 10 feet off the ground, I'll say. And that'll be her whole turn. Okay. Let's see. How close are the boys? <laughs> <laughs> Adjective. Okay, it's gonna take a five foot step. 
I am selected on everyone. I don't want to be that. This is going to take a five foot step. And then I'm going to go ahead and. Oof, who do I want to get? I think I'm going to attempt to get. That's tough. I mean, it doesn't really know anything about you. I have a. Or not society, knowledge local. No, it doesn't. Okay. Uh, high is air, or evens air bear, odds is Matumbe. That's a one. So this is coming at Matumbe. Bring it. Alright, so it's gonna start with a bite. Uh, that is a. I don't think that's gonna do it. That's a uh, 29. No, sir. Um, alright, alright. And then two claws. Uh, 1918 on the die. Those are both going to hit. Sounds like it. Um, that's going to be 51 damage. Strong opener. Yep. Yeah. And that's all he's doing. Eclipse, you're up. Uh, Eclipse reaches over to the lopper, touches his head, and casts cold iron, <laughs> or like the versatile weapon to turn his head into cold iron. I have to be on a weapon. Natural weapon or natural attacks count. Okay. I just read it. Nice. And got so excited. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, like it specifically says this can be cast on natural weapon or arm strike, which I was very surprised by. So he's got a solid uh, cold iron dome now. <laughs> just give him like punching gloves <laughs> made out of cold iron. <laughs> right? That's really great. I'm very excited about that. Eclipse is then going to move 20 feet into the room. <laughs> well, I think at this point the Lopper's going to have to get into the room and, oh man, I think he's going to go up by the boys. No, he's going to go by Uska. So the Lopper's going to go into the room 30 feet past Eclipse and past Uska towards this, uh, creature and then just gonna ready in action to attack I guess if it were to come close I doubt it but if it does sure air bear all right air bear is going to click his heels together and and say I'm going in now Matsumbe and so he then runs up all right is opportunities coming at you that is correct he is going to end up in the square of this norm. 35. That hits. Okay. With the bites, it's going to be a little bit more damage. 31 points of damage, and I need you to make a fortitude save. Ooh. 31 damage, you said? Yep. All right. Do you, you know, I, I'm going to use a, a point of resolve here. Is that a immediate action? Yes, it is, and okay. I, you can still do, you can still do it. You just lose next turn swift. But Haley, if you could give him his immediate action thing, it's not his current turns swift action. Maybe. No, he just used his swift action. Yeah, it's, it's your always next the immediate. Turn swift. Uh, immediate's the next one. <laughs> That's why Air Bear almost constantly has the immediate mm-hmm. action thing mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. I'm really glad I used the resolve. One of them is a 19 on the die, bringing me to a 34. You're good. Uh, so you moved up and are did my I did my boots. like into his square, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And 
just attack once. This is a 34 hit. 34 does hit. Oh, yeah. 37 damage. Is your weapon a plus three enhancement? It is. Okay. Plus three agile. And for the record, my other, my offhanded Wakazashi is a plus two agile. So. Okay, so your offhanded weapon will have to take DR into account. Yes, sir. Okay. Matumbe. All right. With my haste clicked on, Matumbe has plenty of movement to get around the creature as it moves around. The, as he moves around the creature, does he provoke another attack of opportunity? He does. Uh oh. I mean, come on. It's going to have combat reflexes. We don't know that. But it's a creature. I mean, yeah. It's, it's not a bunch of trees. I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's uh, 37. Oh, yeah. Okay. Bite's coming at you too, bud. That's only 26 points of damage, and I need you to make a fortitude save as well. Thank you. Oh, dear. I got a two on the die that's coming out to a 17. Honestly, not even going to throw inspiration on that. I don't think a 23 would pass whatever this is going to be. Smart. So here's what happens. We're going to do this on your turn because it's your turn. Like, because it's your turn now. So every turn on your turn, we're going to do this uh, until you, you know, succeed. Right now you take five points of damage and four points of conjuring. Ooh! Oh, boy. As a poison courses through your veins. Conjuring is no joke. That is quite deadly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. With 39 hit points left, it is time to try to attack this creature. Might as well throw a swift action on there um, to Bane Lenorum. Who cares? Why not? Natural two. So hold on. Where there's two natty twenties go at the beginning. Long gone. <laughs> All right, that would be nineteen flanking with air bears twenty one. Uh, I don't think I have reason to believe even a twenty seven would hit. Not saying that I have reason to believe it wouldn't, but that seems kind of low for a big tanky creature. So I'm gonna leave as is. Okay. Uska. Matumbe has moved himself around far away from the party, far from Uska's ability to protective luck and channel. <laughs> I feel like this is kind of Brooke's fault because he put me in the position where I had to flank with him. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. You were forced. I did, I did hear him threaten you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but we cut that out. We, we cut that. Yeah, we cut it out. <laughs> Heavy editing. I had to. <laughs> well, it is a very good thing that Uska is flying right now because she has to move pretty far, about 40 feet um, into 35 feet into uh, kind of right against the wall. Um, that will provoke 20 feet of reach. Would I have known that? Like you seeing probably other would have seen where Matumba okay. got hit. Yeah. I mean, same with Air Bear. When Air Bear come, came in, it's like it's going to attack at the furthest point. Okay. Oh, is that not any... I would have to be... No, moving in over there is, is the issue. You're moving through a couple oh, okay. uh, threatened squares. Oh, and he probably has uh, is tall enough and has enough reach that I can't exactly. really go over. Mm-hmm. 
weird how good he is at protecting his own home. Yeah. That it's like he lives in that we didn't size. even ask if he's we pre- were supposed to. He's a pretty to. good size for this home. I'll tell you what. That was <laughs> Um, Are we like bad people here? Because we did just come in and start killing, right? I mean, I mean, can it, we activate it, it, the it door? seemed immediately hostile to you, so. Yeah, because we came into its house. That's where the witch gate's uh. built. All right, so ultimately, the reason we're doing this is the Whispering Way's fault. I am absolved. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, it's gonna say if like if you can do what you wanted to do from that spot, as long as you hugged the wall when you walked over there. Yes. Be okay. So that's what I was just thinking. So instead of kind of going just in further to the room, Uska makes a straight line up against the wall and kind of curves her way around to push herself back against the wall so she's not threatening this this normal Lenorm. Lenorm. I had to think about it for a second. Uh, and because she now has that uh, ring of life, her range for her channel is 35 feet. So she can channel from here. And seeing Matumbe take a couple of those really big hits, she wanted to protective luck him, but a channel is more important at this point. So she channels some positive energy. Oh, um, sorry. At the beginning of her turn, Air Bear heals five hit points. And she right. takes those five. And I guess Eclipse and the Lopper haven't been hit no, yet. No, we're fine. Oh, man, not a very good channel. 20 points of healing. And a roll twice and take the better. So it could be good against poison. Yeah, that's probably almost more important Certainly. for me at this point. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. Next in the order is the Lenorm. Hmm. Fiver up. Air bear is out of my space. Yeah. And then a line can start from any point on your square. So oh. I'm gonna go ahead and see if I can't. Oh, perfect. So I need uh, the lopper and eclipse to make me reflex save. Hold up, we haven't touched you. He's gotta <laughs> prepare for everything. We haven't touched you. I think he already knows Matumbe is dead. Soon. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, not yet. And he's not sure if he uh, if he got um, air bear with his poison either. So this is a very presumptuous Lenorm, assuming <laughs> Matumbe is already dead. And yeah, assume it'll die from something as as simple well, it, as conjuring. Most of most of the things <laughs> that he bites die. Or, or con bleed. Most of the things that he bites die, and he's got five intelligence. Right? But he's also assuming that the lopper and eclipse will hurt him because they haven't yet. Everyone else has come in here. <laughs> How you doing? I was really hoping for a natural 20 for the Lopper. Mm-hmm. The Lopper rolled a 9 for a 13. Okay. And then uh, Eclipse did roll an 18 for a 29. Okay. Okay. Uh, Eclipse will take half. The Lopper will take full. Okay. Oh, my God. That's a lot of dice. All right. <laughs> so uh, that is its breath weapon. Oh, of course. So it deals... 56 points of fire damage to the Lopper and uh, 28 dam- fire damage to Eclipse. That is its turn. You said fire? Yes, fire. Oh, uh, and that'd be magic. Next in the order is Eclipse. Okay. That felt real bad. Did it now. 
Yeah, All right, I'm going to swift action mind barrier, and then I'm going to charge up and hit. All right, is going to make an attack of opportunity against you. Yep, I, I knew. I knew that happened. Um, mm-hmm. Here she blows. Uh, that's only a 29. That'll hit. Okay. I'm charging, and that's why it hits. <laughs> mm. 24 points of damage. I need a fortitude save. Is this a... Poison. Oh, poison. Sorry. My bad. 33. You're good. Okay. Neat. Now I'm going to attack. And I do have power tech on. Okay. That's a 28 hit. No. Yeah, it's a two on the die. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty rough. All right. Neat. Uh, Neat, neat, neat. That was rough. Okay. Hopper's turn. He's going to walk up in vital strike. Okay. He gets an AOO as well. I know. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. 16 on the die. He's getting hit. 28 points of damage. And I don't know. He probably is immune to poison as a ghost. Great question that I don't know the answer to. Does he have a con score? Yeah. Okay. Maybe not. I will roll for that. I mean, <laughs> you should you should check. I'd find it a bit strange that a phantom would... Where would it say? Uh, on, like, the side. You should have all your immunities with your abilities. Nope. Okay. Fortitude save. Natural 20, 29. Okay, you're good. Okay. All right. So here comes my vital strike. 33. That hits. Nice. 56 points of cold iron damage. Okay. And that stops his regeneration for the round. Nice. Yeah, that'll be great. We we don't got long with the lather. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. N- no. Herbert. Herbert is going to take a five foot step so that he can be underfoot of this Lenorm. Is it, He's is enormous. It, <laughs> <laughs> is it Lenorm or Lenorum? I thought it was Lenorum. Or Lenore. I could be wrong about that. L I N N O R M. Lenorm. Yeah, I was thinking it was Lenorm. Okay. Oh, I guess I didn't tell you at the top. This one's specifically a Crag Lenorm. Crag? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, Air Bear isn't going to worry about semantics on how he pronounces his name <laughs> as he full attacks. Oh, I am going to use my roll twice on one of my off handed weapons because I've already rolled my first ones in the first okay. set. I'll I'll say which one. Anyway, anyways, first attack, 24 total, probably not going to hit. Next, nope. 42. 42 will do it. I assume that's a crit threat. That is a crit threat. Then a natural one. That one's not going to hit. Nope. Then a 19. Probably also nope. not going to hit. I'm going to roll to confirm. Alright. Oh, baby. Total, 38. All right. I will do this damage now so that we don't have to confuse it with non-DR damage. So that is 74 points damage. All right. Big hit. Yeah. All right. Now I am going to use my roll twice on one of these, and in particular, just the first one. Okay. We'll see if it's even necessary. 34 hit. 
34 does hit. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Then I didn't even need it because... Well, roll it just in case. It could be a 20. Oh, that's, that's a good point. That's, I will. My second, my second roll, however, is a natural 19, 39. That's a crit threat. There you go. And then a 23 and an 18. All right, so those don't hit. Yeah. No critical, uh, or no natural 20 on the first one, so that doesn't change. Or is it roll twice and take the better? It is roll. You're supposed to roll twice and take the better, yeah. Then in that case, it is a natural 18, so it is a crit threat. (gasps) It's a crit threat. Yay! Let's go. It was worth it. It is so worth it. Does it 35 crit? Yes. (gasps) Then that, so that confirms the second one, and I will now... Roll the, yeah, you, you guys get it. Yep. <laughs> We're gonna knock uh, thirty off the top here. Oh yeah, it is a thirty-six total. So that's gonna hit six. So that is two criticals. And Griffin, did you want both of these separately, or you got that? I'm just gonna take thirty off of your total damage. So, got because it. it's two hits. Mm-hmm. So then. Total damage for the second, uh, for my my offhand weapon, is one twenty four. Okay. Nice. Dang. Still seems to be hanging on, but that's a huge chunk again. Yeah. All right. Next in the order is Matumbe. Matumbe, I need you to make me a fortitude save. I was really hoping that would happen at the end of my turn. You um, got hit at the start. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to roll twice, take the better. Okay. Ooh, okay. How about a 31? Uh, 31, you have one save towards curing it. Okay. Nice. However, you still take seven points of damage and two points of con drain. All right, I'm going to do a couple things here. Sure. So first of all, he's going to go ahead and take one swing with the book, non-baned. Just see what's happening here. Natural one on the die. Okay, got that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then what's going to happen is Mitsumbe is going to reach back out to the heavens with his book and the purple energy that was coating his limbs then starts to draw inwards towards the center of his being and radiate out through his torso. As a move action, I switch the channel vigor from the limbs benefit to the torso benefit, which gives a plus six competence bonus on fortitude saving throws. I check to see if this would provoke an attack of opportunity. This was not called out in the spell itself, so I went for... Uh, PFSRD online looking at what provokes an attack of opportunity. Uh, The closest thing that I could get was a move action, direct or redirect an active spell, and attack of opportunity says no. So... No, I I think you're good. You're you're literally just... This would be like if I attack of opportunity you guys for changing your... uh your uh, blessing of fervor and that kind of stuff. Okay, right. It's okay. Uh, even if this is a move action, though, right? For you, to it is. It. And th- I think that's why I looked it up because yeah. they're like, ah, moves can provoke. So I just want to be very sure it doesn't. Yeah, it's not casting a spell. So, um, so I no longer have haste, but I do have a plus six to my fortitude save for next turn. And that's okay. that. That was very thorough of you. Thanks. Great. Yeah, babe. 
Uska? Uska from this vantage point can maybe see that Mutumbe is not in very good shape. She takes a five-foot fly and gets dangerously close to this little norm, but she's not going to provoke when she uses the hex protective luck on Matumbe. So he's protective oh, luck for two rounds now. Um, and Air Bear heals five hit points. I am not down any. Oh, uh, never mind. I thought you took more. So then uh, uh, nothing happens, but it's still active. Okay. Your channel did it. It's this creature's turn. It's going to take a five foot step up so that. Uh, <sighs> Air Bear is no longer in its square. And then, whew, let's see. And then I think it's, I mean, it's got a full attack Air Bear. He's like critting it and stuff. It's just like. Okay, okay. For survival's sake, gotta do it. Okay, that's a 34. Meets beats. I am no longer uh. under his foot. Okay. Or I might be under his foot now. Or. <laughs> He's taking a bite at you, so that's going to be 34 points of damage, and I need you to go ahead and make me a fortitude save. All right. Air Bear sees the damage that has been done to Matumbe. Wants none of that nonsense. Going to use my point of resolve. Roll twice. Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. Uh, 19 and a 6 on the dies. So that is that is going to be fantastic because that brings yep. me all the way up to a 34. 19 saved you. And then got a 39 and the other one will miss with his claws. 28 points of damage with that claw. Oof. All right. That's Eclipse's turn. Uh, Eclipse is gonna. She's gonna go ahead and attack. Swing the axe. Hope for the best. Power attacking. Okay. Well, I rolled a four for a 28. And I know that doesn't hit because last time I rolled a two with a 26 because I was charging. Mm-hmm. And now I'll try the second uh, attack and see if I can roll something above five. Your second attack is a much, much lower and, and takes the yeah. multiple attack penalty plus the uh, power attack penalty. Mm-hmm. 28. <laughs> <laughs> Does not do it. Oh, all right. The lava is going to headbutt with his cold iron head. And he's got power attack. We're going to power attack, final strike, enhancement bonus. Okay. Exciting. Yeah. Not great. Oh no! <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> Ouch! Uh, oh, by the way, Eclipse is gonna swift action shield. Okay. Very exciting turn, Eclipse. <laughs> Air bear. And now it has regeneration again, right? Yeah, Matumbe missed it. Oh. Yeah. Oh, shocks. Matumbe and the Laffer. They're the two that needed it. Well, anyways, um, Air Bear takes a five-foot step up into the square, or into its square, and... Come on, Mighty Mouse, give it to him. 
That's you, not a good smile. <laughs> you guys, you guys are gonna think this is really funny. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, As funny as Eclipse and Lopper's turn. Three. Maybe it's funny the other three, one. Three, one, seven, nine. <laughs> Cripes. Not great. <laughs> no, that's not great. Okay. Okay. Brooks, that, I didn't think that was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> there is definitely one hit because there is one natural 20. So mm-hmm. we, we, we got that going for us, guys. Uh, besides <laughs> that, though, we got we got zeros across the board. Uh, it, okay. It might as one, well be one zeros. net twenty. One net twenty. This is uh, with your offhand, right? Yes, it is. So Good. we're yep. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna roll to confirm that guy. Yeah. Uh, I with think a you thirty, yeah. with a thirty total, uh, with all of the bonuses that I've got, all of the bonuses in the world can't make up for this poor roll. With the six Are on you the die, flank with Matumbe inside him. Yeah, are you counting the flank? I guess with a clip and a whopper too. Flank. Then it would only be a 32. That's a confirmed crit. <gasps> there you oh. go. Okay. Okay. 64 damage. All right. We're taking uh, 15 off the top of that. Thing's still up. Okay. Tumbe, pretty important fortitude save here, bud. Going to be rolling this die hard die. I think our code is hideous. <laughs> go ahead and use that in the web store. You can only use it if he passes this roll. <laughs> I think there's an... Im- Embedded link in the episode description to go straight there, and the codes automatically apply. Let's see how it goes. You too can get. <laughs> oh wait, don't I? Uh, don't I need to take my my con bleed first? No, no, no. <laughs> oh, you have to roll the save. Oh, I thought I was taking it anyway. You took it anyway because it's two saves to get rid of the poison. So the yeah. poison is still affecting you on your last time. Last time. If you save oh, here, I see you're, what you're, you're out. I see what you're saying. Okay. Who, baby? Well, in that case. I am currently at a 25, which I kind of doubt does it. So I know I got skills, man. I know I got skills, man. Here's a little inspiration. And I'm feeling inspired tonight in the studio. All right. That uh, that 25 is going to be going up to a 28. All right. You save. Yeah. Use, use the code. <laughs> <laughs> You're no longer taking that. HP damage and that con drain that came with this poison. Mm-hmm. Pretty tough poison. That was rough. Yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, I have I have 10 con left. A, a few more rounds and I could be permanently dead from that. Yeah. Easy. All right. Well, I guess if I saved, uh, Matimbe is just going to try a full attack. No banes or anything here? I could. But I don't know how long this day is going to be. Very true. You know what I'm going to do? What are you going to do? Thanks for asking, Brooks. <laughs> I am going to turn off power attack. Okay. Because at this point, it doesn't really matter how much damage I do. I just need to touch him with the book. So, yeah, so, he, so he stops regenerating here, right? Turning off power attack, Matumbe is going to call down the blessing of one who is friendly with Phrasma. Inheritor of Eredin, Iomade. I don't know what connection we have. But I did take a spell that's usually associated with you. Guide my book. And then he's going to attack using the Inheritor's Smite. Fucking four on the die. Got the flank. Flank. Four on the die. Inheritor's Smite. Let me. No power attack. Let me do a little math here. Yeah, no power attack. This might do it. 23. 
plus five is 28. Flanked would get it up to a 30. I don't think that's gonna do it. Do you have protect? Don't you have protective luck? That's just for getting hit. This is for getting hit. Yeah. <sighs> um, I think I'm counting everything right. Four on the die, plus 19 is a 23, plus five is 28. Flanks goes up to a 30. I'm not missing anything. And since he's 29, bud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many freaking oh. 28s did I get? Oh. <laughs> That's why I was like, well, I wasn't going to do it. Because you guys were like, oh, are you counting the flank? Are you counting the flank? Before I could tell you if the 30 hit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, let's, so let's stretch this out. It. Let's stretch this out. All right. Well, with Ioma Day's blessing, Matumbe stops the regeneration. Let's get some garbage-ass damage on this thing. Hey, we we knew from the beginning. It's not about the damage. That's right. It's about the motion in the ocean. That's right. And 10 damage all cuts through that <laughs> DR. Yeah, the creature had seven hit points. <gasps> oh my god! Oh, so, Matumbe, you... <laughs> As you bring the book down, you notice that this creature, you know a Lenorm could usually, usually uses that tail to great effect. Mm. This one has this festering, awful stump for a tail, and it looks, it looks painful. And you just slam the book into the stump, and, <laughs> and it, like, the, the creature just, like, shrieks and uh, drops to the ground. So we we killed a dying hurt creature in its helm. I need you to make me a will save. Uh oh. Yeah, I don't feel bad about this at all. <laughs> Oof. Don't. All right, let's see how we do here. Oh, 30 total. 30. You're good. Okay. Uh, you, you remember now, you didn't ask a question about it, but all the norms have a death curse. Mm. So something, if whatever strikes a killing blow on a Lenorm potentially is cursed. Oh. Um, but now, now that the creature is dead, I would allow checks on its injury. I would allow you guys to check out the treasure. What do you want to do? Treasure. I'll check injury first, then. I will also check injury. I think it's going to be different information for your heel check and for your the arcana to know about this wound as well. So the heel check will get some information. The arcana will get other information. I'm definitely going to do the arcana, but I'm going to first do something that I probably should have done a while ago and cast one of my castings of heightened awareness. Okay. Oh, um, I guess I could, instead of checking out the treasure right away, I could I could aid you in the arcana. Oh, that'd be great. Automatic. I am no help with you. Only a 24 on the heel check. With a 24 on the heel check, you notice that this wound is old and it's not healing you actually think with what you saw outside that kind of like trail of rot that's because lenorms only have four legs and tail like they, they have their four legs as in f-o-r-e legs and tails uh they drag their tails behind them and th this one its stump was leaving that like kind of like gore splatter that you saw outside in the in the valley Oh, that's sad. Potentially, that's why this area is called the Wormway Smear. Ew! <laughs> Both rude and gross. <laughs> yeah, it's just like an insult. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you're when you examining this, the teeth marks in this are 
like where where the bite happened, are bigger than Uska's arm across. Oh, um, would this be maybe the the bad dragon? I I have no doubt in my mind that a bad dragon had something to do with this. I mean, speaking of promo codes. <laughs> no, god damn it. <laughs> You gonna roll me that arcana? I, I will, yeah. Use a code hideous and bad <laughs> No. I mean, we can get them to sponsor us just for this last book. We should reach out to them. I'm pretty much not kidding about that. 34 total. With the aid, that would be 36. Yeah, with a 36, you recognize after Uska like points out the teeth marks and stuff. You know that the only the only thing that you you've heard of that leaves bite marks like this that don't heal and kind of like rot is um, like an elder umbral dragon. Oh, yeah. Um, If to your reckoning, that creature would be colossal to have done this kind of damage. Um, The fact that this Lenorm isn't dead is probably because an umbral dragon is exceedingly intelligent and didn't want to get cursed by killing it. So just maimed it and left it to die. Isn't that exo facto? You still kill it, even if you, like, mortally wound it? The hope is that, like, something comes along and kills the injured creature. Like, um, like what you did? Like what you guys just did. Like some silly... We right into its trap. Yeah. Once you mention an umbral dragon, I'd let anyone roll a uh, knowledge local or a knowledge history. I have a 14 history... I have a history. Would this be to identify a specific monster? And is this same or different information? This is different information. Okay. Well, I will start with the local and then question stands if this is identifying a monster. And then I'm going to guess Air Bear and I will be helping you with history. Yeah, yeah. that too. Because that's I know Air Bear likes to do the history mm-hmm. checks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my aid is... Not helpful. All right. Well, with the knowledge local check, I do have a 46. Nice. 46. Yeah, that's really good. You've heard stories of adventurers taking down umbral dragons in Virlik. Strangely, you've heard you've heard several of these tales. Uh, several groups of adventurers have come to this land and slain an umbral dragon. Uh, You know that the dragon's name, at least the one in this area, is Sicknavier. And you know that those stories aren't fake. Many adventurers have come to Virlik, and those that survived have told stories about slaying Sicknavier. But Sicknavier always comes back. You know with a 46 that none of those adventuring parties have fought an undead dragon. Oh, so it's like getting resurrected then. That. Or there's, or it's a or generational, it's a generational name. Yeah. name. Yeah. You've also heard tales of Sicknavier's lair connecting directly to the Plane of Shadow. Um, okay, is that everything for our local check? Uh, yes. All right, I'm going to head up the history check. I think I heard that Air Bear shit the bet on this. Yeah, sorry, I didn't get Air Bear's roll. Really dropped the ball. <laughs> Erver says, "The history of this uh, this thing is quite unknown to the rat folk who 
quite often do not travel much beyond the sewers. My headcanon of Air Bear's history knowledge is him just reading historical war books to understand <laughs> their tactics. Yep. <laughs> I can see that. It's going to be a 34 with the aid 36. Okay. With a 36, you know that the lair of Sicknavier is this horrific, corrupted, like, pit. You learn from your other check that it connects to the Plane of Shadow, but it breeds these undead abominations onto the land. Um, it's also, if a, if a treasure hoard, like if this creature's treasure hoard is impressive, and you've heard of how impressive uh, historical dragons treasure hordes were. You go back to like the stories about Kazavan owning castles and, you know, mountains of wealth. And you know whatever's sitting in that lair is multiple world ender dragons accumulated wealth. Mm. So it's like a mountain of gold. Yeah, almost quite literally. I love it. You also know that Signavier the Fifth fought on the side of the Whispering Tyrant. What a dick. And Signavier the Fifth was maybe the oldest one, unable to be killed by mere adventurers in the thousands of years old. And I know this name came up when we had our little flash to the neutral interlude. Is he actively dead right now? I, I've, I know, I think so, we mentioned that. I just can't remember. No. No, okay. Yeah, so Jim Beriam came back talking about how Signavier the Sixth supposedly killed the fifth her son mm -hmm. and that there's rumblings now that this ancient dragon is not quite dead so Matumbe relays this all to the party and then ends with and if we see the wound here we know this creature's reputation and the whispering tyrant has aims to return it Bears considering that his friend Signavia may be back with him. We may be fighting not just someone trying to become a whispering tyrant or turn someone else into one, but his pet as well. Well, that will be a tactical advantage for the whispering tyrant to have his dragon on the side. I can always count on you for strategic <laughs> insight. Strategic. And that I appreciate. Oh. A wealth of knowledge over here. <laughs> okay. Right. Checking out the gear. Yeah, mm -hmm. can I? I was going to detect magic, detect psychic significance, all that, so I'm not like fumbling through. Check out the bit. treasure. Yeah, you detect magic in this treasure, several auras. You detect intense psychic significance on a suit of armor. Oh, okay. That just like, not only is it the strongest magical presence here, but it is like blood red and looks like it, it like shimmers, like there's a heat coming off of it. And it has both arcane runes and infernal etched into it. And where the joints are, it almost seems to glow. Can I, uh, Detect magic to understand what kind of uh, magical aura is on it. Strong necromancy. I'm gonna want to touch it, but I want I want to make sure it's not cursed. Hmm. Look Maybe at us. we could do a knowledge mm -hmm. check on it before. Or, 
I was going to say knowledge or spellcraft. I didn't know which oh, one. Oh, yeah. Some sort of check before it's touched. And then I'll touch mm-hmm. it. Okay. Which one? Spellcraft. I auto aid. 41. Okay. Um, you know that this armor would likely hurt anyone else in the party. Well, me? I touch it immediately. You touch it, and you see this huge pit fiend with this, like, I mean, 12 feet long blacksmith's hammer pounding this full plate into shape. And it just like, it glows with that heat of the forge, but it never dies. That heat, that color never dissipates. And the pit fiend kind of puts it on this, you know, kind of like a a stone bust. And he looks over kind of like a gleam in his eye at a man, man you recognize, Sawyer Savarine. I knew it. Toiling away in the forge. How did this end up here? You don't know. I didn't know that. I did as soon as he said pit fiend. Oh. What? This is demon armor. Or in this case, devil armor. What does that mean? This plate armor is fashioned to make the wearer appear to be a devil. Glowing red energy emanates from sigils engraved on the armor's key plates and joints, and the runes intermittently surge with fiendish power. This plus four full plate allows the wearer to make claw attacks that deal 1d10 points of damage, strike as plus one weapons, and afflict the target as if they'd been struck by a contagion spell. The use of contagion requires a normal melee attack with the claws. Claws are built into the armor's vambrances and gauntlets and can't be dismissed. It's infused with evil, and it bestows one negative level on any non-evil creature wearing it. Can the lopper use it? No. I wish. That is so cool. What's it doing here? Yeah. You're not sure? There are some other magical items here as well. Okay, yeah, I'd like to look at the other magical (laughs) items. Sure. If any of them, I don't know, look concerning, maybe I'll pause. But otherwise, I'm just going to start touching stuff fast. Yeah, nothing appears like that, like as magical as that was. Okay. Um, there's a fiery sword. There is, uh, there are several potions and scrolls and a wand. And obviously, like, you know, if you want to carry all this gold, um, 15,000 gold. Roughly, I'm rounding up here because it's annoying when they give you gold and silver and copper. Mm-hmm. You're telling me um, you don't have just an automatic uh, conversion exchange rate? I mean, you guys want to carry copper around, loose copper? No. Okay. Um, your your um, spellcraft is is high enough, and you're like touching these things. The sword is what's known as a flame tongue. Cool. There are two potions of inflict serious wounds, <gasps> a scroll of teleport, a scroll of control water, and a wand of cure critical wounds with 12 charges. Yeah, that's a good little haul. So flame tongue sword is also just generally interesting. It's it's a plus one flaming burst long sword, but once per day, the sword can also blast a fiery ray at any target. That's yeah, dope. That's only forty six damage though. So yeah, it's 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 just like an interesting yeah 
side weapon. It's like 20 grand, but mm. it's cool because it's like named. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tongue. Glad we found that in the smear. Yeah, the Grimway <laughs> smear, baby. Yeah. Give it a little smear. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you want to be the flaming tongue after that guy walks through with his stump? So I think we can move on to anything else. <laughs> Uska, the fight with this Melanorum has left me drained of my vitality. I was wondering if there was something you could do for that. I was just looking up if full restoration would do it. Yeah, it removes all drain from one ability score. Okay. The good news is I have only been drained of one ability score. You are looking a little pale. If you give me a few minutes, I can help you. Um, so Uska doesn't have restoration prepared, but she could prepare it. She left spell slots open. Sure. Yeah, you guys could take a little break here. You could be preparing that while they're identifying the magic items. Yeah, Eclipse used Fleshmend on the lopper. Oh boy, we're still down twice a bit though over here. Is the lopper? I always forget. Lopper is healed by positive, right? Yes. Eclipse though is gonna pop on over to negative for a hot second there. You can't. Them. Didn't you do that today already? Oh shoot, I did. I forgot. It's the day. same day. <sighs> if it's all right, we got another want. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it might be kind of worth a channel. I don't, I don't know how bad everyone's down, but I know multiple of you are hurt. I have 78 of 147 now, after the con is cleared up. So, I... Uska's full health, but she would leave that lifelink activated um, to bump down, to give Air Bear 20 hit points, and she would take 20 over time, and then she'd end it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Air Bear definitely could use all of that 20. It sounds like pretty much everybody is down then in that case, so mm-hmm. Uska mm-hmm. can channel. Great. Yeah, I'm down 30 and the Lopper's down 60 after I flush it. 42. So much I'm down. I'm down 69. Nice. <laughs> nice. Griffin, you meant to do that, right? After his healing. Just to get him yeah, there. yeah. There's a there's a lot of a lot of math I was doing in the background. <laughs> That's twenty three. I was doing it specifically so Bad Dragon would notice us. <laughs> <laughs> I want to send him this episode. Probably like it. I think they'll like how we can work their uh, their product into pretty <laughs> the seamlessly. Yeah, we can work it in pretty seamlessly. That's not what anyone said about their product. No. <laughs> All right, I am. Still down quite a bit. I'm down 35. We could wand it up, bad dragon style. I don't know. What do, what do y'all think? So I've used three of my eight channels for the day. Don't want to use too many. Yeah. You your breath of life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do have plenty we- of spells left, and we do still I have, have wand months. charges. Felt like we were taking a long time to make a decision, so I just, I'm going to do that. Yeah, I mean, you guys just got that wand of cure critical, too. All right, we're good uh, over here on the Lopper Clips team. I'm going to burn a level one. Awesome. I maxed that out. Give me four charges from the Cure Light. Okay. I will take them off of my wand. I'll actually burn a second spell. All right. And then a few wand charges off of the one that I'm holding will get me close enough to healed that I'm comfortable. So I'll be good. All right. Everybody heals up and you, uh, you head back to the entrance. 
to use the uh, the witch gate, I presume. Yeah. Uska's going to re-up Air Bear's lifelink with her. Okay. So since you know what to do, I'm just going to require a uh, use magic device here. All right. Who's who's uh, helping me out here? I can. At least me. I can attempt to name. Got a got a 19 in the skill, so that's a big old he or a big old success there. Uska aids. 39. Yep. So you've used one of these before. You um you kind of figure out what the new code is for this one. What order you have to hit the gems and um instead of seeing the cave behind you it like shimmers into a portal and as you walk through, I think I need you guys to finish your drinks because we'll see you next week. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, oh. Tease of what's on the other end. Come on. I <laughs> knew it. <laughs> Slaughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Inc. and used with permission.